The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in this week. If you uh, get a chance, you can just take a look at your radio page, uh, the link that you're using to listen to me right now, and you can see that there's a tab that says email me. Um, Please feel free to use that tab and send me uh, your questions. Today I'm going to be talking about clairvoyance, about seeing spirit, and if you have any questions regarding that for today's show, uh, during the break, maybe you could uh, drop me an email. So last week, uh, I elaborated more about meditation, explaining that it's really important that you, that you meditate. This is how you're going to open up your spiritual sensor centers. This is how spirit is going to work with you the most. And uh, I talked last week about having a prayer. Why are you sitting? And definitely at the beginning, um, it's about learning. It's about sitting with spirit and asking them to teach you, to show you, to explain, all those kinds of things. And once you open up your spiritual sight and the rest of your senses, um, spirit is going to be um, working with you in those ways. So even if you aren't open yet, spirit is still working with you in the way that they can. But why not open up all those senses so that they can work with you in a varied uh, way? So because uh, I do see spirit, they do send me pictures and give me information in that way. And they always amaze me. Uh, Spirit always surprises me. Uh, There's never a dull moment. So last week, I was preparing for last week's show, and I was in meditation, and I talked to spirit in my head because uh, last week when I talked about thoughts, I talked about how they can hear your thoughts, and I asked them, uh, what is it that they wanted me to talk about last week? And I saw in my visual field the word hospital come in, in gold letters, and After I came out of meditation, I thought, well, I kind of talked about the hospital last week when I was at the hospital uh, with my daughter after the car accident and what happened there. And so I just kind of set it aside. And when I started preparing uh, for the show today, I was kind of writing down my notes. And the first word that I wrote was hospital. And I thought that was so funny because... 
I want to talk about the visual field today and how you're going to see spirit. And at the hospital was the first time I did see something unusual. And so I just wanted to lead with that today. So I did talk a little bit about the hospital, but I just wanted to to repeat myself so that those of you out there who are seeing a little bit of spirit will see that there are other people doing the same things. And those of you who have, haven't quite opened up that field yet will be encouraged because if I can do these things, so can you. This is my message. I'm not special. I wasn't born understanding this. I learned how to do it. I figured it out. My daughter from the other side taught me, and I'm sharing this with you freely hoping that you'll take the time to sit and work with spirit and have your own amazing experiences. So what I've learned is that the things that have happened to me is because there's a reason that this is happening. And the reason that I saw a lot of uh, different things with spirit was so that I could learn those different ways so that I could teach you. Of course, at the time, I didn't know I'd end up being a teacher. But looking back on my journey, I can see it so perfectly, um, the way that it fit together. And so too, you will see your journey fit together perfectly. So understand that it's going to take time, but with, with persistence, and a true heartfelt desire for this to happen, spirit always answers love with the word yes. So let me talk about the different ways that you can see spirit. So the first time I saw something unusual was in the hospital after um, my daughter. I had So if you hadn't listened to the other shows, I have uh, twin daughters. One died in the car accident and one is still here, and she was severely injured in the accident. And so I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks with her after the passing of Elizabeth. And so very early on, uh, I was looking into the dark, and I saw these white lights hovering and knew that I had never seen that before and really didn't know what to make of it. What I started to figure out was that these were lights from spirit, that these were spirit people. Uh, sometimes there are animals from spirit, could be angels as well, all different um, types of, of people from the other side. And this is what I was first experiencing it. So you can see that even though I hadn't meditated yet, spirit broke through that to give me a message to start me on this journey. And it definitely did because I went in search of trying to figure out what this was. And so you may think that with your eyes open, you're seeing with your physical sight. You're not really. You're seeing with your spiritual sight. That's the sight that started to be activated through this, for me, the, the trauma of the passing of, of my daughter. And so it continued. I started to see flashes of light uh, around the room. And when I took a picture of it, I would see an orb or a circle of light. And when I expanded on that, I would see faces of spirit, uh, faces of animals. And when I talked about us donating a piano to the high school in Elizabeth's name, uh, something unusual happened with that. The local newspaper took pictures of the, the piano and me sitting at the piano uh, with uh, the family around. And when I looked at the picture, there was an orb over my shoulder 
And when I looked even closer, it was Elizabeth. It was my daughter. And that was the first time that I realized that spirit isn't only in your house where you are. Spirit goes where you go. And so when you go to visit your loved one at the cemetery, they are following along with you, going there with you, because they don't stay there. But they're there when you're there. And so it feels that way, doesn't it? But that was my first um, surprise. Oh, my God, she's where I am, you know. And so uh, I, I was just obsessed with these orbs. And it has progressed over the year through meditation. I have opened up that spiritual site a little bit more. And so I'll just be walking around and I'll see huge orbs over people or I'll see lights around people. Definitely, I have learned that when I see those flashes of lights, spirit is working very hard to get a message through. They're saying, we're here, we're with you. And when I see lights around other people, that's their loved ones. And they want to be acknowledged that they are there. And so often I will acknowledge them and say, you know, your father's here, your mother's here, or whomever is coming forward. And I started to realize that I started to be able to see these lights also in meditation with my eyes closed. If you, um, if it's safe to do so, you can close your eyes and just look at the back of your eyelids. Just very lightly, no strain, don't focus too much. Just glance and you'll see kind of um, a grayish dark uh, background if you don't already see uh, spirit. And you will see it's kind of grainy kind of fuzzy. And that's that's normal. And so as you sit in meditation, that visual field starts to open wider. Your third eye, which you could say is in the center of your forehead, starts to open more. And now when I'm in meditation, it doesn't take me too long before I'll start to see waves of energy coming through, waves of color moving as I'm looking at that visual field. And that visual field is not just a small circle in front of you. It's all the way to the left and all the way to the right and up and down. It's a huge visual field. And you will see that visual field opening up wider as you progress. So so this visual field is extremely interesting It's something that I look at when I'm meditating because so many things happen in this visual field. If you do not see anything, don't be discouraged. Um, It will open up for you. And sometimes people who have been doing this for a long time, they find that that visual field never opened for them. And that's okay too, because what you'll find is, is your other senses, your other spiritual senses will be stronger and will compensate for that. So don't worry too much if that hasn't opened up for you. As I said before, there is a purpose to spirit. You open up the way that will be perfect for your journey and what you will be doing with spirit. And so not everybody has to see in that way, but everybody can see. And I talked uh, last week about seeing in your mind's eye, and I'll go a little bit more into that because that's also something that I had to learn um, because I was more engrossed with the visual field in front of me during meditation and didn't realize you could also see in your mind's eye. So many people in my classes talk about seeing waves of color first before they see pictures. And 
Color is a language of spirit. The colors are telling you something. And the colors will become more varied if you, if you do see color or if you are supposed to see color. They will become more varied as that visual field, that, that third eye starts to open up. So at first, everything was dull, um, just seeing a dull pink. And now I see all kinds of colors and the colors are telling me something. And I talked last week about pink being love. Well, if you see a visual in front of you, if you see a color coming in and perhaps you're seeing a violet color, well, that's a very high spiritual color. And I will um, guess that that means there is a high being of light who is with you now in meditation when you see that violet color, because when you start seeing colors in that visual field, you are starting to pick up on other people's energy, picking up on their auric field. And that's why when people look at at people who see auras and they see those colors around people, again, just because their eyes are open, they're not seeing that with their physical sight. They're seeing that with their third eye. And uh, especially children, sometimes they see that because they're open. They just came from the other side. And through life, sometimes that visual field starts to close and then they reopen it again as adults. So the visual field, uh, you'll see waves of color or waves of energy. And the first way I started to see was those waves of energy, I would start to see kind of like a faint outline. Uh, So it wasn't a complete picture. It wasn't something really detailed. It's just kind of like a blurred line started to form. And one of the first ways um, that I saw was a butterfly. I could see an outline of a butterfly. And when I was in my development class, we practiced receiving information from spirit and giving it to other people. And so I just took a chance because I really wasn't seeing anything. And I gave her um, the message of a butterfly and it definitely meant so much to her. And so I was encouraged. I thought, yeah, I thought I saw a butterfly and I, and I trusted and I shared what I thought I was seeing. And that's the only way you really know um, if what you're seeing is correct or not by sharing it with other people. Just take that chance. Just say, you know what, I feel this is what I'm seeing and you can share it with them. So just shortly, we're going to go to break. And please use that email tab on your uh, radio screen and send me an email with your questions about seeing spirit. And I look forward to receiving them. So we'll be back in just a few moments. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone. Uh, We're back. And in the first segment, we're talking about looking at that visual field with your eyes closed. So basically looking at the back of your eyelids and seeing waves of energy Um, eventually that will open up for you and perhaps you'll see waves of color as well. And um, you'll start to see outlines of of certain things. And so when I look at that visual field, very early on I saw a blue light and I just stared at it and I didn't know what it was. And I asked my, my development class, I said, does anybody else see these circles, see these lights? And everyone's like, no. So some people will see these, some people won't, but it's kind of cool if you do to know that other people see them as well and that it is something. So these flashes of lights, I started to see them come in in my meditation. And what Elizabeth taught me over time is when her light came in, it was in a certain position. And so looking forward at the backs of my eyelids, I could see this bright light. And so if you think of it as a clock, Uh, the light would have been at nine o'clock and very close to the center, very close. If you're, if it was like an X, very close to the center of the X. And every time she came in, she was in that position. And I started to, to, to realize that the other lights coming in were, uh, in different positions and this took years for me to figure it out, but I'll tell you now, um, is that the lights that were settled on, so I'm just looking forward on the left, um, were females and the ones on the right were males uh, because Elizabeth was always on the left. So that's how I kind of figured that out. And with time, the lights that came in that were in the top right turned out to be animals. It could be spirit animals, could be your animals on the other side. And the ones that were very high up uh, kind of in the 12 o'clock position were ascended masters, the ones around 11 o'clock angels, and ones that appeared above her. So Elizabeth was 17 when she passed, so I would say young adult. Um, lights above her were older than her. So when her, her grandmother died, I saw them together with two lights, but the light 
of my grand, uh, her grandmother was above her. And so that makes sense, doesn't it? Because her grandmother's older than she is. And when I see younger people, they're below Elizabeth, so they're, they're younger. And babies are way down at the bottom. And I've also seen um, lights come in when I'm sitting with people of children who were stillborn. So they have a particular light about them. And when I see that, uh, I know that the child was never born. But that doesn't mean that they aren't alive, for indeed everybody is alive. And you can um, connect with your children, even if it was a miscarriage. They're still alive. They're still on the other side. You can still talk to them. And they're in your auric field, so other people can see that. So something that uh, happened that I started putting the pieces together um, was realizing that when I'm in meditation and people come close to me, that visual field starts to change and the colors start to change because we all have our or colors. So when Elizabeth comes in, the colors change because she has unique colors that are just for her. And when my husband comes close to me, if I'm meditating and he comes, comes close to me, I see his colors too. And then I also notice, especially in those early times when I would be with myself with my eyes closed and I would start to cry because I would start to think about Elizabeth, um, the colors changed because my auric field changed. So when you see colors, you're talking about energy, of course. And so then I just applied that to mediumship. And when people on the other side, other spirits come close that visual field I'm looking at, the colors change and it tells me about that person. And I'm going to talk more about color in the upcoming shows and what I've learned about color and how truly it is a language of spirit. So when Tony came close to me, my husband Tony came close to me, I saw um, a movement of two of these white lights. So I was picking them up from his auric field, which is psychic. That's that's the difference between psychic and mediumship. Psychic is energy, each other's energy. And when you learn to read each other's energy, it's so much easier to apply it to mediumship, which is connecting to loved ones who had passed, right? So you that's why in my classes, I teach psychic development first, and you learn how to, to interpret all this stuff so that when you move on to mediumship, it's so seamless, it's so, it's so much easier because you know how spirit is communicating with you. And I saw these two white lights bouncing. He had just come back from riding. We live on a farm with horses, and we had one dog at the time, and I could see these white lights bouncing, one bigger, which was him on the horse, and one little one behind him, which was the dog, um, running in the fields together. And I realized that those lights, those sparkles of lights that we see, those orbs that we see in pictures, those are life energy. Those are our essence. And I was picking that up from his field. And it was just very very enlightening to me and helped me understand why I was seeing all these lights coming in and going out again in meditation. So you can learn to to see people's orc field um, definitely by staring at somebody with your eyes open and having that intention and practicing with that. But you can also do it 
in meditation, you can open up that visual field, stare at that visual um, in front of you and notice the color changes. And I also learned when I had a puppy, I was meditating, the puppy came up and all the colors starting to brighten up. And I realized that I was picking up on youthful energy, that young energy, that bright, um, vibrant energy. And that's why the colors and the motion also of the waves change. So there's also more information there because when the motion, the waves happen, they tell you something about somebody too. Is that person hyper and full of energy or is that person very calm and and very subtle? And so you'll also notice when you start to work with your guides on the other side, when they come close to you, that visual field um, changes and you'll start to notice what their energy is all about. Is it calm? Is it busy? Um, all that, all that kind of stuff. So there's so much information in that visual field. So please have patience with yourself. It took me a long time to understand this and to practice with it. And definitely working with spirit is experimental. So it's like just experiment, experiment with this meditation, experiment with that. Ask a question before you go into meditation. Ask them. Uh, to show themselves. So if you want to get to know a loved one, ask them to come in into your meditation to show you their energy. And a way that I played with this visual field in front of me was once I understood what Elizabeth's colors were, um, how the visual field changed when she came near me, then I asked her to come close and then move far away. So the visual field changed. And then I asked a guide to come forward. And we learned so much through opposites, through understanding something, and then, well, this is different. So what does that mean? And that's definitely how I learned. So when the guide came forward, it was different. And so I learned that, okay, Elizabeth was young. She passed suddenly. This is how her visual field is. And when the guide came, the color was totally different and everything was calmer. And I just noticed, wow, look at that difference. And so you can play around with the visual field. And in time also, when you see something in the visual field, you'll have a feeling about it. You'll have a thought about it. So notice the thought that you have when you see something change and that goes hand in hand, that there's a thought about it, a very strong thought that will come in. In time, you will trust what you see. Uh, but feel free to share with your your loved ones here or people who are practicing with you because this is just a skill. It's a skill that you can learn, that anybody can learn. And if you really want to open up this this uh spiritual site is just practice. So practice a meditation, but also get in it into a development circle where people can guide you and help you learn what is happening. So you don't stay in one place too long, because if you don't learn what's happening, spirit knows you don't understand. And so it will just stay that way. And sometimes for years and years until you, till you understand, that's what happened with me. I didn't understand that the colors were trying to tell me something. So I had to go in search of another teacher to help me understand that. So, uh, you know, you're going to see animal faces and people's faces too. So these faces will come in, in this visual field, um, and, 
I see a lot of eyes looking at me and I talked about the personal dictionary. So you'll spirit will start to give you symbols like eyes and you'll go, well, what does that mean? Someone's looking at you. Well, keep it really simple. So if you see an eye in your visual field, they're telling you somebody's looking at you. It can be as simple as that. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's with you. But also, uh, one eye is the symbol of clairvoyance. So there, are the this spirit person is is or this animal is saying to you, "I see you," but you know what? You see me too. We see each other. And so there's layers and layers to, of meaning to things, and that's why it's never boring learning how to communicate with spirit because they'll just keep building on what you understand and keep challenging you and saying, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? So yes, you're never alone. And when you start to open that visual field, you'll know for sure because you see them. And I see my daughter in that way. She shows me her face. She shows me her beautiful eyes. And and I look at her and she looks at me and we feel the love that we have for each other. And you can have that experience too. You know, I'm not special. You've got all the same components that I do to make this happen. And you can see your own loved one right in front of you and they can be looking back at you. So we're just going to go to another break and keep sending me those emails uh, with your questions and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. 
Hi everyone, um, so glad that uh, you're still uh, here. Um, you know, I just wanted to mention how much fun I'm having uh, doing this show uh, with you. Um, it really has been a dream of mine to share this information to a larger audience. And, um, you know, dreams really do come true. Just uh, keep going, keep working at it, and know that there is divine timing for you, that it will come at the perfect time. Um, oftentimes, uh, other people are are waiting um, for you to get to a certain point before they have their breakthrough. Um, so just know that we're all working together to make this happen. And I just want to say um, thank you. Uh, okay, so we are talking about looking at the visual field and um, that sometimes you'll see an outline of something, but also what will start to happen is you may start to see full images of things. Sometimes it'll come in a cartoon form for some reason. I don't know why. Um, other times it'll look like real life, but something will start to form um, like a complete picture. Now, my husband sees color, but not like I see color. I see everything, um, uh, I would say like 90% of the time in full color. Uh, very rarely do I see something in black and white or shades of gray. He sees kind of the opposite. He sees mostly in shades of black and white. He might get a perimeter of color, and every once in a while the picture will show up in color. Um, I don't know why that is. Uh, I guess he doesn't need to have it in color like I do. Um, there is a reason for it and perhaps one day I'll know, but don't be concerned if you don't see color, that's okay. Um, you'll see in your own way. So you'll see images, um, coming out of this energy and sometimes there'll, there'll be movement to it. So maybe something will do something like for instance, um, maybe you'll see a little person and they'll pick something up and put it into something, you know? And so your job is to, um, just be aware that you're looking at this. And at the same time, um, be aware of your thoughts. So what are you thinking about this? Um, is there a thought that goes with it? Like, oh, that's something I did yesterday and spirit is just showing me this um, because they're telling me that they're with me and that they, they know what I'm doing. That happened very much uh, for me at the beginning. And it still does. They still show me things like that. Um, uh, or you could be getting a message for somebody else. So part of working with spirit is to be able to receive information in this way so that you can share it with other people, whether, you know, with me, it's a class or with like individuals, perhaps there's a message that spirit wants to give to them. And you can be that medium. You can be that conduit for that message to help them through whatever it is that they're going through or, you know, just to give them encouragement. So you'll also see in this way when you do your mediumship, um, Tony very much because he does rely on his clairvoyance a lot in his mediumship. He works a lot with his eyes closed um, because he sees um, mostly in that way. And so he'll have his eyes closed, receive a picture and then open them and give it uh, to his sitter and say, this is what I'm seeing. This is what they're showing me. Uh, when you um, notice mediums working with their eyes open and they say, I see this, I see that, oftentimes they're either um, looking out their visual field, uh, into that visual field, it's just that their eyes are open. But again, like they're, 
you know, seeing with their spiritual sight, or they're working in their mind's eyes. So they're working into that field of uh, like a memory. And we talked about that last time of um, opening up that mind's eye to see images there as well. Uh, Another way that you can uh, work uh, with your mind's eye and to train your mind's eye to be able to see into that is, you know, the first thing I say to the people in my classes is, can you imagine your bedroom? So just call that up in your visual field. Do you see the bed? Do you see the side tables? Can you see the color of the room? Can you walk up and touch the bedspread? Can you look all the way 360 in that room and see everything in that room? That's your mind's eye. And so to those listeners out there that say, I don't see, um, I disagree with you because you can see in your mind's eye. Yes, maybe at this point you can't see spirit in that visual field in front of you yet. But if you work on it, it will come. But you can always see in your mind's eye. So in your mind's eye, a lot of times is how mediums are working when their eyes are open. They'll say, I see this, I see that. Because they've trained themselves to focus in that field. Like, where is that mind's eye, you know? So if you don't know where you're supposed to be focusing, just conjure up your bedroom in your mind and then just let the bedroom go and allow spirit to put another picture in there. And so your job is just to sit, know that you're focusing into that field and you're just waiting. You're not doing anything. You're not trying to make anything happen. You're just just waiting for something to come into that Um, that mind's eye. And then when you see a picture, uh, just share it with the person and say, does this make any sense to you? Because oftentimes we'll see things that don't make sense to us and we'll say, well, I don't know what that is. I'm not going to share it. But again, the message when you're working with somebody else is for them. So when the picture comes into your mind's eye, just share it with them and say, this is what they're showing me. I will say that the pictures that I have received from spirit. I'll never forget them. Uh, I can still see them today if I'm reminded of them. I can still conjure them up in my mind's eye or, um, you know, if I saw them in front of me or what, or however they came in. Because when spirit gives to you, it's from a true source. It's from that eternal source that lives forever. Uh, when you just, um, you know, conjure up images that are very fleeting, that's just in your own mind. And and again, when I talked about thoughts last week, they have no roots, so they don't stay. But spirit pictures, they stay. And that's why when I see uh, people from the other side, uh, I'll never forget them. Uh, They're so clear, just like if I was looking at you, I see spirit in full color. um, And they'll either tell me something or do something so that I can give that message to their loved one. And so people talk about seeing in that way as like, uh, you'll be looking at that visual field in meditation, then all of a sudden you'll see like a flash image, like a flash picture. And it could be a picture of anything, including it could be just a flash of a person in spirit. So just like you would um, look at somebody in real life, just 
look at their picture, uh, just look at them, it looked exactly like that for me anyways. And so I look at them and I know it's only going to be a flash and I try to take in all the information that I can. And that's how I can describe loved ones to people when I do my mediumship is because they showed themselves to me. Please kind of set aside how you think it should be because this is not, um, you know, TV. Uh, they have to somehow convey this on the TV uh, that people see spirit, but it's not like that. Yeah, sometimes you may see a full apparition in front of you and it may be like that, but don't rely on it uh, because it may not come in that way. So a lot of people get flash images. Uh, they're so clear. They're so, the spirit people on the other side are so alive they glow. They have such life about them that when I see people here on earth, to me, they look so two-dimensional and very flat. On the other side, they just glow with life because they're alive and they're coming from that, that true source. So that's another way that you can see is flash images. So if you concentrate too hard looking at that visual field, you probably won't see anything. Because you're creating a barrier of energy with your expectations. Stuff comes in from spirit when you least expect it and when you've totally let go. That's why spending time in meditation and fully relaxing the body is so important. But even, you know, uh, I've been doing this for over 11 years. Even when I look at that visual field and I'm waiting for a loved one to show themselves to me because I have a reading or whatever, I still have to play with myself to to. Um, you know, say, am I relaxed enough, you know, and kind of stop uh, um, expecting something to happen. Even I do that. So it's constantly a play of energy to say, how relaxed am I? How much can I let go? So even though you're noticing the visual field in front of you, it doesn't mean you should stare at it and try to make something happen. Trust me, I tried that too when I was opening up. It doesn't work. What happens is, is when you're really relaxed and you let go, those gaps when you're not thinking, you forget you're a body, you forget you're meditating, you've totally just lost track of everything, a flash picture will come in. It's like they just wait for that moment and say, okay, she's not thinking of anything, get it in there. And when it comes in, it's my job to be aware that it's coming in because you can be too deep in meditation and you'll see all kinds of things in the visual field or flash pictures, but because you're too deep, you don't remember anything. So it's also a skill that when you see something to um, remember. So you can just make a conscious thought, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to take all that in and I'm going to remember that when I come out of meditation. So again, do you see how practicing with this really makes you better? Um, The other thing too is um, if you want to see your loved one, if you want to see a spirit person, then when you go into meditation, just say in your mind, come, come and show yourself to me. I want to see you. And then you have to let go. You can't sit in your meditation the whole time and say, when am I going to see them? When am I going to see them? When am I going to see them? Because that's blocking it from happening. You're too forward in your thoughts. You have too much expectation. And that tension creates a barrier in your energetic field. 
So what you want to do is ask your question at the beginning of a meditation, maybe write it down to, so um, you don't have to keep thinking about it, thinking you're going to forget what your question was. And then just set it aside. Trust me, spirit knows what you asked. Spirit knows what the question is. You don't have to keep repeating yourself. So ask them to come and then just let it go and just go into a normal meditation and relax, be aware of the visual field, but don't stare at it. And when they know that you've really let go, when you're not trying, because there is no trying in meditation, you got to get rid of trying, no trying. You're just there, you're present, and you're aware but not trying to make anything happen, okay? Uh, So we're going to go to another break. And when we come back, we'll continue on this topic. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. So I just wanted to elaborate on uh, seeing flash pictures. So if you're the type of person who sees flash pictures in your meditation, and then when you get into your development class or you have a reading with somebody across from you, you wonder why you don't get that flash picture. And I used to be... Uh, that way in my development classes when I was learning. I used to see so much in meditation, so many flash pictures and color and all these kinds of things. And then I would sit across from somebody and nothing would happen because see, when you're in meditation, you're at a deeper level of consciousness. You're working at a deeper level and 
again, this is just how it was for me. Everybody, you know, has different uh, levels of abilities and definitely my abilities have changed over the years. So yours, you know, maybe further along than mine, or maybe you haven't quite developed this yet, but I used to sit and say, well, why don't I get those pictures like I do in meditation? Well, that's why. And so that frustrated me and nobody could really help me with that. I, I used to say, well, I get so much of meditation. Why can't I get it when I'm across from somebody? So I started to realize that perhaps I have to do it in a different way, that I'll never at this point in my development be deep enough to get that picture. And that's when I started working in my mind's eye. I thought, well, let me look in there and see if a picture goes into there. Maybe I won't get a flash image. I don't know. Obviously, Spirit gave me that thought to look in there because I don't know how I came to it myself. But I started realizing that I have to train myself to look into my mind's eye when I'm working with people uh, because I'm at a different level of consciousness. And once you start working in all these different ways, Spirit will use what they can um, when they can for your level of consciousness. And this is true in the dream state. So this will be the easiest way for you to see your loved one is uh, when you're dreaming. And my experience has been that a visit comes right at the end um, of a dream. So maybe you're dreaming about something and then all of a sudden your loved one is in front of you telling you something or showing you something and then you wake up um, and you're just like, Oh, oh my gosh, they were just here and they were so beautiful and they were so full of life. Um, Elizabeth has come to me several times like that and, and my mother-in-law as well. And I, I'll talk in the future more about dreams, but this is another way that you can see spirit even if your visual field in meditation has not opened up yet. So once that visual field started to open for me, I really wanted to use it all the time and practice with it. And I noticed that when I went to bed at night with the dark room, I would look and I would start to see colors going back and forth. So my third eye was opening and I was looking into that visual field because I was relaxed. I was laying in bed and I started to see things. Um, and so when I started to look at that visual field, um, spirit started working with me in that way. And I started to receive, uh, movie clips. And this is a little bit different. Um, it's still the visual field, but it's, it, it's, it's something that came because they gave it to me, because Elizabeth gave it to me. It's not something that I can make happen. I can't make a movie play out in front of me. And you also can't make uh, Spirit give you a picture if they don't want to. It doesn't work that way. They too have free will and know what's best for you. But I started to look into the dark as I lay in bed, relaxed, kind of like meditating. And I started to see Egyptian symbols and started getting messages from my guides. So I have a, um, a lion guide. And so I started to see um, him as a sphinx. Um, I started to see rolls and rolls of data come in. I felt like I was being downloaded. I started seeing intricate mandalas, beautiful images that I felt were opening up my other visual fields more. Uh, so then what I started to notice is as I fall asleep, I would, I would start to see pictures and I would start to see things happen in the visual field and more so when I woke up. 
So if you just wake up from sleeping and just jump out of bed, you may miss something that spirit's um, giving you. So as a little exercise, can you notice that when you wake up either from a nap or maybe you've fallen asleep during meditation, this happens too in meditation, as you start to come back, just stay there and look at that visual field and start to see if uh, spirit is not showing you something. I get so much information um, when I wake up from a nap or I've been sleeping or first thing in the morning and I'll see images. Even if you're very um, kind of uh, tired and you kind of go back to bed, you're still kind of in that in-between state. You're in between, you know, uh, conscious states, right? So you're not asleep, but you're not quite awake either. I've gotten so much, uh, so many pictures and information from spirit that way. And you can also wake up maybe not with a picture, but maybe with a big thought in your head. And many people hear in this way as they're falling asleep or waking up. Because again, you're in that in-between state. So if you could do that as a exercise for next week, if you haven't tried it already, just kind of stay in bed and notice, are you thinking something? Uh, when you wake up, are you seeing something in the visual field? And it's also a time that you can work with your loved ones. So I would lay awake. Well, I would lay awake, but close my eyes, kind of stay in bed. And I would say uh, to my daughter, Elizabeth, I would say, can you show me uh, a memory, something I haven't thought of in a long time? And then I would just wait. Uh, just wait. I would just relax. Just kind of notice the visual feel, but I'm not staring at it. And pretty soon, I'll start to see something or think of something, and she'll share an old memory. So the other day, I was laying in bed, and Elizabeth came. And I uh, I know Elizabeth comes because I can hear her, but I also see her colors. And she showed me uh, a picture of a tour bus. And I realized that her twin sister... Uh, just went overseas and she's on a tour and she's going to be on a bus. So I shared that picture with her sister saying, Elizabeth, show me the bus you're going to be on. And that's also a message to me to know that they're together over there, that she's watching out for her and fully aware of what's going on in our life. So this is the benefit from opening up, opening up your spiritual sight is to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your loved ones have not gone anywhere, that they're still, still with you, that they see everything, that they know everything. And by her showing me that bus, she's saying, I'm here, I know, I'm with you, I'm supporting you, I love you, all that. So to know that firsthand is different than me telling you. Me telling you is just a story. Okay, she knows how to do that. What I'm saying is, do you want to do it? Because if you do, they will work with you. They want to reestablish that connection with you. They want to be involved. Because Elizabeth told me that there's so many people on the other side that their loved ones here don't know that they're around them. And she feels sad for them because they try so hard to communicate with them. So if you sit with them, ask them to come, say your prayer at the beginning, like I talked about last week, and just allow it to happen in the time frame that it will. Uh, let go of trying in meditation, let going of forcing things, don't stare too much. 
uh, just relax, let go, and allow them to work with you. So um, I just also just want to uh, close now uh, for this week, but I'd like you to just notice your page, your radio page, and if you look to the right, you'll see the archives. You can listen to past shows, and now there's two of them there that you can listen to if you missed the first two. And then also if you look down to the right, you'll see links there. So perhaps you'd like to talk with me more often on Facebook or Twitter. You can find me there. Uh, you can find my website also. Um, but you can also find a link to purchase my memoir and my guided CD, The Swing, which will help you connect with your loved ones and walk you through this process. So thanks so much for joining uh, me this week. I know I've had fun. I hope you have had too. And I look forward to next week. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you. 